Yeah, what you are about to hear is a work of fan fiction. All characters and events and settings, even those based on the ones from World of Warcraft, are entirely fictional, and half of it was probably made up on the spot. Listening to this production indicates your consent to its terms of service, which we forgot to write down. Last time, our heroes picked a fight with the big bad blood cleric Jindo the Revived. They're holding their own, but Jindo has shown himself to be a frightening combatant. His influence only seems to grow stronger as more blood is shed in the city. Will the party be able to stop him, or will they be the next sacrifices to Hakkar? Let's tune in now to find out as we queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons. Having just had your his concentration broken, he is it's like super unhappy about Falcus, who did Nintendo 62 damage to him last round. Uh, he's going to, ignoring all of the thoughts that he had previously about tactics, because he was like, well, there's no sense in hurting Falcus because I'm just going to banish him in a minute. He's going to throw you at Falcus and try to make you attack him. Um, I'm going to do the bending blood on you again. You fly down here into Falcus's range, and I need you to roll me a strength save. And I forgot to mention this earlier the last time that you did this, but because you are raging, you do have advantage on your strength save. Because yes. barbarians. Okay. Man, this this guy is just throwing me around. Honest yeah. to God, who throws a butch? <laughs> that might be the, the episode title. All right. 15. Mm, yeah, 15, like, even with advantage... Minus the even without subtracting the, the penalties, 15 is not going to do it. You are going to do a weapon attack against Falcus. Um, and maybe you were able to resist this more when it was Ari because you like her better, or I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> One way or I mean, the I other. Do. And here's the thing I'm not telling anyway. you that you hit, I'm telling you that you have to attack. So go ahead and roll me an attack roll. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, buddy. Um. Roll low. <laughs> 23. 23 hits. Let's see the damage. What if I used a different weapon? <laughs> okay. Oh, crap. I can hit me with fire damage, too, yes. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm less worried about the fire damage that I'm doing to you and more worried about me having one less attack on Jindo with fire damage. Uh, you guys have plenty of flame bloom oil. Yeah, but we don't. That takes an action to do it. Yeah. Okay, so. And I'm keep try in mind, so the flame bloom oil, applying it to a weapon is one way to use it, but you can also just, like, hit him with it. Okay, but a flaming uh, hammer is cool. It's cooler. I'm not telling you it isn't cooler, but. So I could just. If your primary concern here is action economy, I'm just letting you know you've got ways. I could I could just roll up on this guy and as an attack just like throw it at his feet or something. I'm pretty sure, yeah. 
Okay. All right, you got me hanging on this cliff here. How much damage? Yeah, I, I don't want to do this damage, but it's but I just a bludgeon you for twelve plus and um, two fire damage, so fourteen. I'm at about half half health right now. Yeah, so is everybody. Everybody's a little more than half health, except for you. You're a little under half health, but everybody's a little more than half health, including Jindo the Revived. End of uh, his turn. Oh, you know what? I never did roll to see if I get Corrupted Blood back. Just for grins, even though I can't do it right this minute. Um, at the top of his turn, he should have rolled a d6. All right, cool. Good information. Good to know. Ari, it is your turn. Oh, that's right. You have you have Corrupted Blood on you. Um, not Corrupted Blood. You have uh, Bond of Unlife on you. At the end of his turn, when he banished... Falcus, he should have healed for five and done you five damage. Go ahead and do that for me real quick, and then you can take your turn. Okay. Um, I am going to go ahead and cast a first level chromatic orb with fire damage. Okay. So totally do that. However, um, you did just see that Butch did land a hit with the fire hammer. So if if the rules are he has to take some fire damage each turn or else he'll heal, he has already taken that fire damage. So if the reason you're doing this is to make sure that happens, you don't have to do it that way. If the reason you're doing that is because Chromatic Orb is an awesome spell and deals a bunch of damage and you want to use the spell slot, power to you. Just be advised that that's the situation. I know I only have two spell slots left and I don't feel like when you guys are doing like bludgeoning damage, it's going as far as it is magic. Uh, you have not seen any difference. He does not appear, does so not, far okay. as you can tell, to be resistant to any forms of damage that you've thrown at him so far. He just has... He's a hes a bag of hit points. Let's go ahead and have him make a wisdom saving throw for me. No problem. Wisdom... 20. Well, I'm going to turn to him and say, you've got the skills to pay the bills, and this fight won't be anything more than a notch on your belt of kills. And then my vicious mockery is going to fail. It occurs to you that It occurs to you that clerics are um, wisdom spellcasters. So his wisdom yeah. stat is, is pretty good. I just don't have a lot of spell slot economy. So we're... Yeah, no, I totally... That's perfectly fine. It. Just like... Oh, yeah. The wise person. Yeah. Uh, just to, to, to use it, I have three people to fight, and I have three legendary actions. So uh, let's see. I used Bending Blood. I haven't used Bond of Mutual Suffering recently. I want to say Butch is out of line of sight. I can see Falcus. I think I'm scared of Falcus, frankly. Bond of Mutual Suffering on Falcus. I need you to roll me a constitution saving throw. Minus one, Falcus. That is a two. All right, cool. Um, can I use the blood? What to reroll this? Um, have we have we seen this one before? Isn't that what I have on me? No, you have yeah. Bond of Unlife, which drains hit points from you and gives it to him. Bond of Mutual Suffering is one of his legendary actions, and it works differently. Hmm. Here's what I'm going to say. No, 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 no. Here's what I'm going to say. You are in a fight right now where having more uses of Corrupted Blood is having an active penalty in this fight. So, no. 
you can't use corrupted blood. You can't use you can't use the blood haze to re-roll it. You can use the blood haze to succeed at it. That's what I was thinking. Um, I since I have no blood charges used right now, since one of them fell off, I will take one and I want to succeed on this this roll. Cool. No problem. He sees that you do that and smiles a little bit. End of Ari's turn. Yeah, Falcus, you're up. You just got clobbered by Butch. He does not appear to be mind-controlled. He does appear to be raging, and his body was moving in a herky-jerky fashion that made you think, oh, Jindo's moving his body, not his mind. So you don't have to worry about, like, I have to run away from him and I have to disengage, opportunity attacks. None of that stuff is on the table. Uh, He's a friendly combatant. What do you want to do? All right. I am happy that Butch is... it's unfortunate Butch keeps getting out of range of Jindo, but it makes it easier for me to use other abilities without worrying of hurting <laughs> Butch. Um, so with this case again, um, I have six Cataclysm arrows left. I am going to use another one. Because again, with, with Butch out of the way, it still sucks that I have to make the hit as well too, so I kind of burn the arrow at the same time, but I understand with them being as powerful as they are. Like, the nice part is, is like with Arcane Shot, I can just add it on. That's just like any any of the Battlemaster maneuvers. All right. Um, do I want to take the minus five? On this shot, I will not take the minus five because I want the Cataclysm Arrow to hit. That is... It, it would have actually would have hit, but that's okay. Um, it is a 23. Yep, 23 hits. You do not have any reason to get sneak attack in this turn, unfortunately. Nope, nope. So it's eight piercing damage, plus let's roll the d6 to see what cataclysm arrow I get. It is a numero uno. So a numero one on the cataclysm arrow I is... ice. The arrow explodes in a blast of fire, fire dealing cool. three d8 fire damage to the target and each creature within five feet of it. So three d8 coming his way. Wow, that's poor but that's okay it's 12 12 fire damage it's not it's not bad on 3d8 it's not perfect but it's not bad um so that was the cataclysm arrow let's for the next shot let's just do a a minus five on this one it's a 15 which means it's gonna hit it hits it that is 13 piercing damage plus 10 for sharpshooter and that will be where um, Falcus has movement, so f- what Falcus is going to do is take a step forward into full cover under the lip of the upper platform. Okay. Jindo is now what older editions of D&D would have called bloodied. He is going to... Which one of my legendary actions have I not used yet this round? I think it was... Good lord. I think it was the cantrip one. But the only person in the only person that he can see is Ari. Um, Ari, it's gonna be another chill touch coming your way. Sorry, Ari. Uh, twenty-five would hit. Um, it's gonna deal ten necrotic damage to Ari, and you're not able to heal until the start of Jindo's next turn, which is right now. So you're fine. You no healing effect on that. Top of the round. Um, Butch and Falcus are too tucked up under the wall to really see it. But uh, the Zeppelin is getting really close to being overhead right now. 
Um, it was doing a hard turn after it knocked the mage out of the sky, and it's on its way over toward the uh, entranceway, but it's going to pass overhead of you guys. On his turn, he is not able to heal because he has had fire damage dealt to That's him. That's right, so he has. He is going to... Um, let's see here. We're in round four. I'm sorry, this is only round four? Mm-hmm. I think that... I still think this is the right... I still think this is the right thing to do. He, he like, needs to put somebody away. I think he's gonna do... Truthfully, Falkus is the threat, I think. He's going to move to the edge of the platform. Um, he takes the piercing damage from the whatever it's called. Um, does that stay on him the whole time? or? Yes, he has to. Oh, and his, his movement speed's reduced by 10 if that had any effect on this. Uh, he only moved 15 feet, so no. Okay, so this is Grasping Arrow. It stays on him until I use that ability again, or he succeeds on an athletics check, DC 14. So 2d6 slashing damage coming his way. It didn't roll yet. There it is. Uh, nine for moving. Nine damage for moving. All right, cool. He does the nine damage. He's going to hit you with banishment again. Um, I need you to roll me a charisma saving throw minus two. Seven. Yep. You, nope. Thanos. Um, See you. Dude, really? I'll take it. What? All right. See you. Gone from this plane of existence. Oh, I thought you you were going to take the blood magic. Okay. I thought about it, but he he gets I mean, he's he's a big big baddie, he's a big boss. So he could have gotten me again with something else again later, and so I didn't want to run the risk of burning too many of those blood choices too soon. Mhm. Top of the round, Butch, it's your turn. Your <sighs> options are as follows. You can use 20 feet of movement to climb the wall you're standing in front of, which would put you close enough to him that you could just step forward and hit him. Or you could run the long way around and be over near Ari. Uh, Which is where I'm going to end up anyway after I hit him, right? Uh, (laughs) So, what did you just roll for? I keep forgetting at the top of his round, I still was going to banish him. But at the top of his round, he's supposed to be rolling to see if he gets corrupted blood. Like, you know how, like, dragon breath weapons, you have to roll to see if it recharges? Corrupted blood is the same thing. Okay. You ain't getting away from me! I get up that wall, and it's it's really close. Like, I'm just right there on the edge. Yeah, he, he needed to walk all the way up to the edge to see Falcus, so yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna hit him with my, with my hammer. 25, thank goodness. Yep, so I hit him. Mm-hmm. Eight bludgeoning plus uh, fire damage. All right, perfect. And so he has taken. What was that constitution save? For or, concentration. Oh, so he's still concentrating. Okay. Yeah. And here we go. And he has taken fire damage. Uh, 15. Yep, 15 hits. Uh, oh, I... You doing two-weapon fighting with heavy weapons right now? No. <laughs> I rolled it. Wait a minute. Titan's I'm grip. sorry. Basically, I rolled the wrong... Um, yeah, you rolled the wrong weapon damage. It's fine. You can roll the you can roll the radium all weapon damage. 2d6 plus 6. Yeah, okay. 13. 
All right. Plus fire damage. Okay, so 15. Okay, so I have a bonus action now. Uh, yeah. Uh, so... Oh, no. I always think that bonus actions can be, like, disengage and stuff like that, but no, those are actions. Yeah, that's a rogue thing. So I'm just gonna stand right here. I mean, if... I don't want to take an opportunity attack, but, like... Uh, I mean, I think he can, like, puppet me anyway. If he wants to. Even if I'm not standing in front of him. So I'm gonna stand right here, inches from him, and I'm gonna end my turn. Uh, awesome. So... Butch took his turn. He whack-a-dude, the bad guy boss. Jindo has been hit with fire damage, so we're good there. Uh, at the end of his turn, I don't remember whether or not I did uh, legendary action stuff. Um, I think... I, I, don't, I don't remember either. It doesn't matter. We're just going to go straight to Ari's turn. Ari, at the top of your turn, you are... You're good to just start acting. What would you like to do? Yeah, I'm going to have him do another wisdom saving throw for me. Uh, okay, great. Uh, wisdom save is going to be 22. Um, so yeah, I'm going to turn to him and say, uh, you might be covered in scars. I wouldn't dare add more because, honey, you're perfect just the way you are. And he's going to avoid my vicious mockery. Um, I'm going to stay here. Just stay put. Okay, so uh, I'm so happy that this is where we are. Um, oh no! Well, well we're gonna do a we're gonna do a legendary action at the end of his turn. Uh, he's gonna do. Um, you know what? I don't think that he likes that you're this far away. He's gonna grab you uh, by all of your blood and move you thirty feet, which is gonna get you right in range of Butch and in a nice happy straight line, so he can spray you all with blood later. So, uh, Ari, go ahead and roll me a strength save. You are trying to resist him forcing you to attack Butch with your claws. I got a 10 minus two so eight yeah no dice i need you to roll me an attack roll against butch you said with claws claw attack 13 does not hit 13 misses all right perfect uh on falcus's turn falcus banishment uh by the way the spell is written you are supposed to currently be in a harmless demiplane where you are unable to act, you are incapacitated. That's not what we're doing right now. We're doing something different. Uh, we are in the nexus of all of the powerful blood magic in the entire world being all conjoined all in one place. It is uh, a terrifying horror place right now. Uh, you disappear from the material plane, leaving Azeroth behind, and instead find yourself in exactly the same place, in exactly on top of exactly the same ziggurat, but the sky is blood red, and the water around you is just all blood. Oh, it's the whole... This I'm so happy that the artist who made this map made a dozen of the same map with different color variants. What we're looking at right now, we are in where all the blood magic comes from, man. Like this is, it's, it's, it's a gnarly dimension, place. Man. You're in a whole nother dimension. You are in the blood place. You above you, you can see the swirling vortex of power just like it was uh, in uh, on Azeroth. Uh, at the very top of it, there is a massive hole in the sky where you can see through. There's like a M.C. Escher series of pyramids that lead down a, a cloudy pathway toward what looks like a balcony that looks down over this place that doesn't have anybody in it. And 
right at the top of the ziggurat before you, chained to the altar where in the prime material plane nothing was there, you see a massive form of a lizardy, bird-beaked, giant-winged, scythe claws for hands and a serpent's tail for a body creature <sighs> that you know is Hakar the Soul Flayer chained to this altar with the power of uh, Jindo's blood nonsense hooliganery and you are free to move and act what would you like to do oh man um <laughs> i don't know <laughs> wow uh what is i mean aside from obviously her car chained up at the top here is there anything else that stands out as being um interest of interest yeah there's there's literally the the river that runs through Zulgarub is blood red for what I think should be a very obvious reason. It's not water. Uh, you look <laughs> out across the battlefield and out where the battle was taking place, you occasionally see little puffs of red uh, blood uh, that appear in places where you know combat is occurring take that information and run with it as you will. You see the hole in the sky that as a player you know leads to the other side. And and there's the giant blood demon. Oh man. Um, I can see, so you said I can see where there's fighting taking place. I don't know if I have... So it's going to take me half movement speed to get up, right? Uh, you you can roll like an athletics check to try to make it not be half speed. Let's. Oh, do I still have? Um... Why do I have expertise on athletics check? Is that because of the battle burger or the snack? I think it is. All right. So yeah, that's actually not too bad of an idea. Let's 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 climb up the sprock. Knowing that I left where I left and everything was happening right up here on the ledge, and that's where I'm seeing the blood splatters. I want to get up and onto the other side of those. So, okay. Let's, uh, and this is an ability check, so I got to do it with disadvantage. Sure, but you do have expertise, and I'm going to say add one to the roll. Add one to the roll. Um, the disadvantage roll would be a twelve. Yeah, that's going to be fine. I was looking for a ten, so you're able to scramble up. Perfect. It's a really blocky-looking rock wall. It's you, you can you can get up. Perfect. All right, so that's going to be five to get up here. Uh, ten. Well, I'm, uh, that's, he's, well, he's changed. Let's say five to get up here, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. I do not want to be right you, next to it. Yeah, you, you're on your way past. He's like straining against the chains. He sees you moving and he says, Mortal, I do not know how you come to this place. Release me. Uh, no. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna. And my turn, I guess, and just hope that I don't see any portals or anything that can take me back, do I? Uh, no, you do not. You see one portal, and it is a few miles above you. Yeah, I guess I just have to sit here and wait. Well, I mean, this happened before, but I popped back into existence right away. Um, so I'm just going to hope that that happens again. You're not going to try to... Make a, deal with Hak make a deal with Hakar and break him out? Well, I, I was going to say, I mean, why would Jindo chain up 
a car. I but. don't think that's... I think... So Hakar is imprisoned here. He's working to try okay. to release him. What if you... I mean, could you kill Hakar? I mean, like, what's it going to cost you to put an arrow in him? Uh, alright. I like the idea for, for S's and G's. Let's throw... Let's put an arrow in Hakar. See what happens. Okay, roll that attack. Add one to it. Alright, it's interesting how this world is a little bit backwards. Yeah, you are you are you you feel the influence of the blood magic that you've been taking advantage of this whole time in this place also, but it's working in your advantage here. This is you feel great, you feel healthier than you've ever felt. You this is this is awesome. There's no way I'm gonna mess this up. What is your roll? I rolled a twenty two with a plus one as a twenty three. Okay, what's the damage on that? It is 12 piercing damage. All right, great. You fire a shot into Hakar, who is, like, chained to this place. As you hit him, like, you feel this whole place rumble, almost like uh, he is um, tied to this place in much more ways than simply physically being bound by the chains. Uh, You heal yourself for 12 damage. Ooh! And I'm going to go ahead and, because this seems relevant, I'm going to roll a con save for Jindo. Oh my goodness gracious, natural one. Okay, um, you are standing 10 feet away from the god of blood, the Loa of blood, excuse me. And you just shot him in the face. And you felt this whole place react to that in a way that, like, nothing here is happy except for you. And when you fired that shot and injured the Loa of Blood, whose power Jindo has been channeling, whose influence he's trying to, like, whose power he's trying to take for himself, who um, has tried this once before and got uh, real messed up about it, the banishment ends you start to fade from this place you see almost an explosion of like you you injured him so now he's bleeding blood like the the blow the low of of blood is now bleeding that's fine with him he forcefully rips one of the chains out and ascends back out toward the um uh, the Shadowlands where he's supposed to be in the first place because when you damaged him and you rocked this whole place it shook Jindo's connection with him so much that the, that his like he was able to overcome the chains You like is what you're putting together like narratively in your brain and as he ascends back toward the Shadowlands and the way starts to close you see like a group of five adventurers of random like, oh, there's like a paladin in there and there's like somebody's running as a priest. There's like a shaman in the mix. Everybody starts running out and then that boss fight from the other side is going to start happening because he's now back there and they're trying to do stuff that you're like, you're not associated with any of this. So you just happen to see like, oh, now he's getting attacked up in the sky by a whole bunch of people. Um, and you... Because Shadowlands... Because Shadowlands yeah, happening. That was that was that was that balcony that nobody was standing on. Is now there's that party there. Uh, you are going to come back 
to here. I got to bring you back to the correct token layer. You are in this location, I think. You were 20 feet north of the yeah. corner. Okay, perfect. You pop back into existence far from where you started. You see that there is that same of like an, a wave of force comes off of the center uh, altar, right? And suddenly, because everything has been like rocked and messed with, uh, the storm clouds that were gathering overhead, the swirling red vortex goes and uh, condenses all to um, like nothingness. Uh, you see that um, the sky, which was cloudy and rainy, uh, suddenly becomes dark and there is a uh, a place on the altar where all of that power was being focused is like being released and you see around you uh, in the distance all of the fighters who are going and like the, the trolls, the Gurubashi all respond like, yeah, something cool's happening. But you see that the look on Jindo's face is one of fear, anger, and surprise. None of that was supposed to happen. And the trolls down in the battle don't know like anything about all of that. They don't understand the complexities of all this. So they don't get that what you just did is not good for them. Thank thank you, little butch on my shoulder to tell me to attack that. <laughs> At the end of your turn, he is going to do a legendary do? action. Do I get another attack? Yeah, you do, of course. All right. Yes. So that was the attack on Hakar. I got zipped back to here after the concentration was broken. And then I, can I imagine like the atmosphere just feels completely different. Like, yeah. yeah, you spend your whole life outside and you're very in tune with the changing in weather. And you if you had felt that you'd have been like, oh, there's a snowstorm coming. But like, obviously, it's besides the fact that it's not cold out like it's a normal day it's the sudden change in atmosphere like made all the hair on your back of your neck stand up the air like tornadoes coppery I think like right before like a lightning bolt yeah that's canon now it's coppery alright so I am going to well actually that's the taste of blood it tastes like yeah, copper yeah Okay, um, yeah, so as soon as I get zipped back to here I'm going like shake my head and realize where I'm at and like oh well, I got a little bit more fight in me. I'm definitely gonna. I'm gonna shoot another arrow here at Jindo. And actually, we're so there's. He is still affected by fire. Um. All right. So first off, uh, let's go longbow attack with the minus five for sharpshooter. That is a twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you are uh, melee range. Butch uh, is providing the sneak attack that you would need, so you can add that as well. Sweet. Uh, nine piercing damage. Plus six sneak attack, plus ten sharpshooter, and I know this is our big fight here. Um, I am going to go ahead and use my action search to coat four arrows with flame bloom oil. Okay, perfect. And um, I got to roll. I think a, uh, I got to roll an athletics check to make I sure I don't hand. burn myself. Yeah, let me. Uh, oh, I know where I put this. There it is. It is a, yeah, DC 13 sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. Oh, come on. Uh, it's an ability check, so I have to do it with disadvantage. 
And disadvantage is an 11. It was a DC 13. 13. So I just took a D6. (laughs) I took all six of it damage, too. (laughs) But that's okay. I got a nice heal off of Hakar by hitting him, so I'll take that. Six. All right. I am set with four flame bloom dosed arrows. Awesome. At the end of your turn, furious with you that you would have done this, he is going to... I threw Ari at Butch, so I'm not going to use that legendary action again. Uh, He is going to... He is going to bond of mutual suffering on you. I need a constitution saving throw, please, from you, Falcus. Minus one. I prefer the Timothy Dalton bond. Uh, Say that one more time, please. I said he's going to try to do his legendary action for bond of mutual suffering on you. Um, I'm going to need a constitution saving throw minus one. Minus one. Did my use of blood fall off? Minus one. Okay. Con save. That is a natural 20. All right. He's not able not able to do that. So far, he's not ever landed the Bond of Mutual Suffering. I've hit you with everything else I've got, but not that one. Yeah, he's not happy. He's going to spray Corrupted Blood on Butch and Ari because they're in a straight line. Let's go ahead and get Constitution Saving Throws minus one from both of you, please. Minus one, not minus... Minus one. Seven. Because the blood magic stuff is... We're free! Except you still have exhaustion. Yeah, we can't uh, tap into it anymore. <laughs> uh, t- t- 23 is what I rolled. Six. Okay, perfect. Uh, Butch just dodges out of the way. Ari takes it full in the face and gets uh, infected <laughs> with the corrupted blood. Um, Ari, I'm going to make up for a mistake that I think I made at the end of your turn. You should have had an opportunity to roll a constitution saving throw to throw off the Bond of Unlife. I don't think we rolled that. We did so not. So if you wouldn't mind rolling me one more con save for me, minus one. 14. Uh, DC was 16. Okay, so at the end of his turn, he is still going to sap five hit points from you. Uh, that was his action. So Corrupted Blood is not a spell. It's an ability that he has uh, as a monster. So uh, on his bonus action, he is going to cast a spell. He is going to slam his blood... Uh, staff crystal object into the ground and summon from liquid blood it looks like it burbles up in free floating space and forms into a red liquid sword shaped sword um, it is going to be uh, jagged on it's got this, like this big hill it's like this big two handed sword uh, it has uh, the blade is like very jagged near where the hilt is, and it comes together at a, a, a big point, like a two uh, 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 bladed on both sides, deep red runes that run up the middle of the blade. Um, roll. I would like all three of you, please, to roll me a history check. Focus with a 19. 13. Ari with an 18. I think it's appropriate that Falcus and Ari rolled high on this, but Butch didn't. I literally, this, I have a negative one history. Yeah, this bears a striking resemblance to a very famous rune blade that uh, I think Falcus and Ari would have seen uh, at least images of in the past, if not ever personally seen it. 
Uh, it looks very, very similar to Frostmourne. Uh, and he attacks Falcus with it, uh, rolling a 19. Better suck your soul. That will hit. It's going to deal 10 force damage to Falcus. And at the end of his turn, he's not able to do the troll healing, but he is able to do the Bond of Unlife healing. Uh, Ari suffers five damage, and he heals five health. Butch, it is your turn. You are raging, and you are right next to your foe. What would you like to do? Okay, I I don't have a a flaming hammer anymore. I am going to uh, say... Oh, looks looks like things aren't going your way, huh? I'm going to roll, and I'm going to roll an 11. Giving him the chance to mock me. I'm going to attack again, with, and I'm going to hit with a 19. And you said this was a reckless attack, right? I thought you said that, right? This was definitely a reckless attack. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's why I rolled twice. Yeah, I just wanted to... I thought I heard you say that. But... Uh, so it's and it still has fire on it right no it doesn't anymore okay good deal wait a minute does it do, I think you've done what, four no I've four done weapon attacks yeah, yeah. I've definitely yeah, it's done only four. two turns so okay and, and we're then on round five so yeah it must be that way for the next attack is uh 17 yeah that hits 13 bludgeoning I can't I can't think of anything I, I can possibly do. My resources are spent as far as bonus actions. So that's that's it. Okay. Um, Ari, at the beginning of your turn, you uh, take 1d6 necrotic damage. You cough your uh, corrupted blood on Butch. So uh, let's go ahead. I'll, I'll roll the damage. And Butch, I need a con save from you. Minus one. Uh, Ari, two necrotic damage. Fifteen. Okay. What was it, Butch? Fifteen. Sixteen is the DC. You, Ari, you, we move the corrupted blood onto Butch. Butch, at the top of your next turn, you're going to take some damage. Do I get a chance to roll to try and get this bond off of me? You will at the end of your turn. End of my turn, turn. okay. Yeah. Uh, But at this point, you're good, so you can go ahead and take action. I am going to take my action to use my potion of healing. All right. So I'm going to do that. So Thank goodness. 34 <laughs> plus two, six. Okay, cool. So there is that. And then that's it. That's all I'm going to do. Okay, cool. Falkus, you're up. Alrighty. I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. We got to do the constitution saving throw for Ari. And he is going to do chill touch on Falcus. So 10, so no save. Okay. Uh, Falcus, he throws a skeletal hand at you. It deals seven necrotic damage because I assume a 24 would hit. That it would. Okay, perfect. Legendary action finished. Ari, we did your save. Falcus, you're good. What do you want to do? All right. This, I can see, is kind of the last hurrah for Jindo. Um, I'm going to start off first with a flame bloom coated arrow, and I'll take the minus five. That is an 11. No, that misses. 
I'll I'll take another flame bloom oil. Let's try again with a minus five. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's a crit fail. Oh my gosh. Um, I have done what I could. I mean, it's it's that or the ten points of damage, and I wanted to give give it a shot. So why is it? Right. Uh, didn't we get rid of the blood thing? Why? why no, no, no. The minus five is for sharpshooter. Yeah, so I take a minus five to get a plus ten if I make the hit. Man, if we don't get him this round, I think one of y'all or both of you are gonna die. What's the so- zeppelin doing? <laughs> uh, it's 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 close, and it actually it occurs to you guys that if. If they're going to drop anything on him, like you guys were talking about earlier, everybody's pretty close to him. Okay. Oh, it's not much. (laughs) Jumping ahead. Go ahead. Uh, So are you doing anything else on your turn, Focus? I am not. Okay. At the end of his turn, I think he's still like, I'm telling you, I think he really thinks that Focus is the threat here. He's going to throw Butch at Falcus and try to get him to uh, try to get him to hit. Butch, correct me if I'm wrong. Reckless attack affects, gives you advantage on attacks on your turn, right? Because it's not your turn anymore, you would just be attacking normally if you fail your, your save, I think. Um. I don't think it's going to matter because what I'm going to ask you to do is roll a strength saving throw minus one with advantage because you're raging. So I see you passing this. A strength saving throw? Yeah, uh, with sure. advantage for your rage. Minus one, 18. 18 is enough. You are able to pull back from hitting Falcus. That is fine. Top of the round, before Jindo can start, that's when the bombardment starts. Raining down from the sky, you see two large barrels of flame bloom oil. Uh, one, oh, I'm clicking the wrong layer. One lands here too far away to actually have done anything slams into the ground splatters oil in this huge circle and one lands right next to Jindo now it happens to be the case that Jindo is definitely going to get hit by this Uh, Butch you might also get hit by it Uh, but let me double check the, the way Flame Bloom Blam is supposed to work I think it's a dexterity saving throw to avoid the effect it is a DC 15 dexterity saving throw. Okay, cool. So, Butch, as a barbarian, you roll your dexterity saving throws with advantage if you can see the effect, and you can definitely see this. Mm-hmm. In fact, you can kind of hear it. It falls and makes that a bomb is falling noise. The uh, Go ahead and roll that, that save for me, if you would not mind. Minus one, uh, f- 15. Okay, so the DC was 15. Uh, if you okay. check the item, it's a DC 15 dexterity saving throw. Creatures in the area take 3d6 fire damage on a failed save, half on a success. Jindo also had to roll that save. He rolled a 5. So what uh. I'm going to do here is roll 3d6. It's 9 damage. Butch, you're going to take 4 fire damage. Jindo takes 9. Okay. And I think he's coded in stuff. Um, any creature which failed the dexterity saving throw suffers 1d6 fire damage at the beginning of each of their subsequent turns. They can use their action to make a check to try to extinguish the flames. Okay, cool. So he is going to desperately try to get up out of here because he knows he's about to die. He is uh, going to, oh, he's going to suffer his 1d6 at the beginning of his turn. 
<clears throat> Ooh, a full six. That's not good. He is he going to... Can he use an action to do anything that would help him in this situation? I think he's going to... Uh, it would take him... Hmm. It's not going to help him to run and get into the water because then he's just going to get killed in the water. His um, speed is also reduced by 10 feet and he's going to take 2d6 slashing damage. That's if he right. Moves. He's all wrapped up with vines. He's going to go out in a blaze of glory. He's going to cast... He's got more health than Ari. <laughs> Focus. So... Yeah, but he's also surrounded on all sides by nerds. <laughs> oh. He's going to... What would Jindo do? I know. I, d- I don't know. Um, we got we got fire um, up in the north, and then the mage is dead, and they're all doing cool stuff. And we've got this zeppelin coming over us, and we got this crazy kind of kind of like like storm atmosphere. Everything's dark. We, we, goblins throwing barrels of fire. We still got the orcs over to the. To, to the west, it's coming from all sides and all the yelling and the war and Jindo is surrounded by nerds. And he is also Fire. surrounded by spirits. He slams his staff onto the ground and summons a whole bunch of what look like um, there are there are bright blood red little hakars. Um, he they, they they flitter around him in a in a, a, a in a circle um, that is uh, fifteen feet in diameter. Let's put a fifteen foot circle around him. God, there's so many circles. We got circles on circles on circles in here. One, two, three, four, five. Okay. Yeah, he casts <laughs> he casts spirit guardians at third level when the. Uh, an affected creature's speed is has uh, okay when it starts their turn there. Okay, perfect. Uh, it's that he does that, and on his bonus action, he's going to continue to try to attack Falcus with the uh, spiritual weapon. Natural one can't even do it. It splashes in liquid against Falcus's armor, and at the end of his turn, he siphons five health off of Ari for the. Oh my god. Uh, for the bond of unlife. Butch, it's your turn. I He's on the, fire. Literally eat on fire. A bond. He is okay. on his last legs. You start your turn by coughing your poison all over Falcus. You suffer 1d6 poison damage, Falcus. I need a constitution saving throw minus one, please. That is a three. Okay, Falcus, you pick up the corrupted blood. Butch, you take four. Four damage. Oh you, oh, you rolled a d6 for me. No, I already had a d6 rolling. Uh, you take five oh. uh, okay. necrotic damage. Sorry. I got I got excited. I rolled it. <laughs> so. Yeah. Nah, okay. perfectly fine. It's your turn. What would you like to do? Um, I'm going to bludgeon this guy's face in. Okay, what I'm perfect. what I'm going to do. Go get him. And I'm going to recklessly attack. Okay. And I'm going to take this, uh, th- this, this maul. Okay. And I'm going to raise it right up in the air and Hulk smash. It is a critical fa- recklessly, recklessly. Okay. Yep. yep. Uh, 21. 21 hits. And 
for 13 bludgeoning damage. Awesome. 13. Okay. And uh, for my next attack, 21. Tw- okay, 22. Sorry, yeah. I was th- mm-hmm. th- thinking other things. Um, it's for 22. Yep. And I'm going to do nine bludgeoning damage. All right. And I'm going to I'm going to say why? This is this is this is for Booty Bay. This is for the goblins. My home village. All my friends are dead. And I'm uncontrollably just like bashing this guy in. You slam him across the face with this hammer. He's it's breaking tusks. It's like he's spilling teeth all over the ground. It's terrible. Uh, do you do anything else on your turn? I growl and and cry and like cut cut my face because I'm biting so hard. Yeah, I'm um I am in it and uh, I ca- I can't control myself and that's my turn. All right. At the end of your turn, he's going to try to put a bond of mutual suffering on you. It's going to be a constitution saving throw, please, Butch. Minus one. 15. Ah, uh, the DC was 16. Yeah. Finally, I get to do this to somebody. Uh, I don't think it'll matter. Okay. Bond of bond of uh, mutual suffering. Let's call that this uh, uh, little swords. Ari. Uh, beginning of your turn, everything's fine. So you can just act. What do you want to do? Yeah, I'm going to, since I'll get advantage, I'm going to get close to him and I'm going to work and bite. Um, okay. So a natural 20. Oh, I'm just going to stick with that one. And okay. I'm also going to get temporary hit points equal to the damage dealt because of this. That's so true. I'm going to hit him for eight. I'm going to get eight temporary hit points. Okay. But you take eight damage. Sorry. Uh, no, I can take it. Do it. Keep going. And then for my second attack, because I'm just going to working claw attack um 14 but i get advantage so a 25 for yeah. eight slashing what do i have to subtract for for uh four slashing okay he's on fire he's and got tusks broken teeth are on the ground constitution real quick to try and break the bond uh yes 10 or 9 doesn't matter okay no 10 doesn't do it Falcus. jindo the revived is standing between Ari and Butch. He is covered head to toe in wounds. He's actively on fire. He, like, the you can barely see the evil bad guy light coming from his eyes because they're both swollen shut from the beating he's taken. I don't think that it spoils very much to tell you at this time that the end boss of the whole Stranglethorn Vale arc that we've had for months at this point of playtime has two hit points. I can't believe you- Falcus is going to kill Steel again. I it was not my intention. I was so hoping Ari was going to do it because this this would have been Ari's day. It really would have been. That's that's. I feel so bad. Do I have a clear you line of sight? One d six necrotic damage oh, from yeah. your disease. Uh, two damage. And there's no one nearby for you to cough it on, so it just goes away. Perfect. Um, what was the bigger green circle again? That is the range of his... I completely forgot about this part. So, Butch and Ari. Uh, you guys Thanks, are standing, Falcus. and Falcus also. You are all standing within his spirit guardians. Thank you very much for reminding me. <laughs> um, 
Spirit Guardians. As long as it doesn't heal him. Uh, it doesn't. When the creature enters the area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn in the area, it must make a wisdom saving throw. On a success or failure, you get a certain amount of damage. Okay, cool. So what I'll just do for simplicity's sake, I need a wisdom saving throw minus one from all three of you. What Two. if you're already minus? Um, 16. 10. Okay, so the DC was 16. Uh, his his spell save DC is 16 across the board. So uh, Falkus, that's a success. And for Butch and Ari was failures. The total damage done, I'm just going to roll it once. It's 3d8 uh, necrotic damage. Butch and Ari take the full amount and Falkus takes half. Oh my gosh. It's eight damage. <gasps> I rolled a Ari. Oh my gosh. I got my temporary hit points, so I actually still have nine, which is... It was... The dice were three, a one, and a four. Uh, Ari has hit nine point. hit points left, but thankfully she also has eight temporary. Yeah, Ouch. from the bite. Mm -hmm. So that just wiped out my temp, which is fine. Technically speaking, you would be at one hit point with eight temporaries because this would have happened before the bite, but okay. it's it's all going to come out in the wash anyway because it, it will. I know it won't matter. So everybody uh, appropriate the damage to yourselves uh, appropriately. Uh, oh, uh, Falcus, yeah. you take four, not eight, because you succeeded on your throw, and it's your turn. Do not fail. Do I have line of sight or is Butch on my way? Yeah, you totally do. All right. I'm sorry, Ari, to steal this kill from you, but uh, just straight, straight longbow attack. Nothing. Um, oh, you know what? Let's uh, let's take a step in. That way, I'm in Butch's circle, his sphere, so I get yes, a piece on my roll. Are. No, no you gotta be it's, melee. Yeah, it's melee, melee attacks against oh, people that are. Yeah. Then never mind. Thank you. All right. So yeah, just straight up normal attack. No minuses. No nothing. Because I get a plus ten. One attack. Go. That is a fifth. Oh my god. Alright, how do you want to do this? I'm going to pretend that the bleeding that Ari's bites did is actually the killing blow, but I'll help a little bit with a... I probably got him... Let's see, the backside of him, so the arrow is going to go through the backside of his head and come out. The point of the arrow is going to come out right between his, his eyes, yes. right in the forehead, the center of his forehead. It's going to pop out. The eyes are, you know, I know he's all swollen shut, but the eyes are going to go wide and the light's going to just completely go out as he slumps forward and collapses. He slumps forward and collapses. The staff with the big crystal at the top of it clatters onto the ground next to him. You guys are waiting for him to get up and do gnarly stuff because that's always what these, you know, undead creatures always end up doing, but he's actively on fire and can't regenerate from that. And it takes you 10, 15, 20 seconds of standing there before you realize, I think we're done. No, we're and, not done. And then, and then from underground, like two stories below where you guys are, you hear the rumble of what feels almost like a very um, isolated uh, earthquake and there's a loud cracking noise, and then pop the uh, the 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 pentagram symbol that's on the ground here vanishes. At the same time that all this stuff happening underneath of you, you can hear and feel all of this happening, and then suddenly 
uh, from that location and spreading outward across the entire city, there is another shockwave of force and power that reverberates across the entire city. And you hear suddenly the sounds of combat from the north and to the south and all the way to the far west of where you are suddenly change in pitch. There is an extreme amount of almost a, uh, a sudden and deafening heartbeat of silence before the tide of this battle really, really changes in your favor when most of the trolls, as you look out across the, the, the battle, most of the trolls are standing there either confused or shaking their heads or like acting like they have a, a headache or uh, bent over and uh, are getting sick. Um, but suddenly, most of them are no longer fighting and you can see that there is definitely a change in the feel of the, just the never-ending bloodlust that was in this place. At the same time that all that happens, from the place where in the center that big blood circle was, the sky starts to, like, everything starts to clear up and just from the altar, it just oozes down oh. the the front of the of the ziggurat is just all of what was left in the altar that was holding everything just pours out and is spilling down the front of the the stairway. Um, you guys look out and you can see that like some of the fighting is still happening, but it's because not everyone's catching up on the fact that the the bloodlust is over. The the, the gurubashi are, are themselves. They're 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 no longer. Um, swayed by the influence of all of this uh falcus in the very far distance all the way from where you came from originally you can see the eyes of the one bat totem that was still glowing fade to darkness let's wrap all of this up and explore whatever direction you guys want to take and do all that other stuff the next time we play unless there's anything else right this minute real quick that we can resolve right right this right this second okay um Ooh. yeah uh the one thing i wanted to do was instantaneously um i want to grab like a, a a piece of cloth or rag from like my backpack and i want to grab that blood crystal wrap it up and and just get it put away safely like absolutely the first thing this I'm thing needs to get opposite direction of you dude you're gonna smash it, aren't you? Hulk smash. Nope. I am out of control. Out of control. Raging. Blood and sweat and, and gnarly stuff coming it's, out of my mouth. The object is sitting right next to Butch, and there is no way he wouldn't have a shot at this. Uh, it's lying on the ground next to you. You have a huge hammer in your hand. You make that swing. Go ahead and make a, uh, a maul attack with advantage. 19. Okay. The hammer comes right down. Bang. There's a loud, loud noise of impact. Uh, roll damage. 10. Okay. 10 damage. You pull the hammer back and look, and there is, um, there is a huge crack in the wood that was holding the, uh, crystal in place. And the, like the staff itself breaks in that point and the crystal rolls out but you made an exact perfect hit 
on the side of the crystal that would have obliterated and anybody like you 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 Gallagher with watermelons with this it is absolutely undamaged oh my god seeing this i am <sighs> zipping in there as quickly as i can to scoop it up and well i'm not i'm protecting it because this thing needs to be kept away from it belongs in a museum <laughs> exactly <sighs> it belongs in a museum it is <sighs> you 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 pick it up, you wrap it with the cloth and all that. You, If you want to make take effort to not touch it physically, that's fine. Yes. You can tell uh, it is freezing cold. Um, In fact, it- it's semi-transparent. It's jagged and crystalline. It's freezing cold. There's like vapor coming off of it almost, the way dry ice is. This is a giant... Th- this, is, this is a jagged red ice cube the size of a loaf of bread. It, while Falkus ran by me, I uh, would have uh, uh, in, ineffectively swiped at him. Remember, I'm out of control. <laughs> you know, like, get out, get out of here, I'll break it. I duck underneath some arms and some flailing pot, giant yeah. ham hands. I can, um, I can resolve some of this. Uh, you guys have a little bit of a wrestling match, but you're stronger than he is. You're able to wrestle this away from him, and you slam it three, four, five, eight more times with your hammer. You make good impacts each time. No damage. Can I? Why won't you die? I'm going to pick it up like Falcus and sit down with it, and we can resolve this later, but I would like to just, as we're resting, coming down from everything, identify. Okay, you start that process. The horde party would come out of the ziggurat and come up and approach you during that time. We will resolve all this the next time we play. Erica and I do actually need to get moving. Uh, Ari, since you're the one in possession of it, you can go ahead and add the shard of blood to your inventory. And then I pick up the shard and I shove it into my forehead. It's this. It's it's a, it's it's the size of a loaf of bread. It's yeah, not I'm, a little just, gem. I was making it. Diablo. Yeah, okay, or you could do it in your in your in your big old panda head. No, That's I'm, great. I'm, I didn't really do that. Uh but <laughs> uh <gasps> next time. What's it called? Yeah, it's it's beefy, Amanda. So like we saw a bunch of other shards. Are we Thanosine? Like if we go and collect all the shards and the things that we saw in Azeroth way back when we were exiting that cave, can we Thanos this? I'm just gonna leave it there. You guys gotta go, but I'm on board to Thanos. I you do whatever you want. What's it called? It's the called shard the Shard of blood. of blood. It is powerful. But remember, we saw other oh, things fall from the sky. Like, I will Thanos. <gasps> I will Thanos. Which is funny. All right, we'll have to talk about this in our time. <laughs> yes. Jindo is slain, and our heroes have recovered the Shard of Blood. Is Ari correct in assuming they need to now find the other three objects that fell from the sky all that time ago? What are they, and where did they come from? And now that Jindo is dead, again, what will become of the Gurubashi? Only time will tell. 
Maybe we'll get some answers the next time we queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons. Please follow us at twitter.com slash heroic dnd, where you'll find our players' social media info and a link to our Discord server.